Episode 20 of the Dogs of War podcast is brought to you by Zabo Apparel Company. Guys, gals, one week from today is Christmas. The fat man comes down the chimney. Think of the hardest person you have to buy a gift for in your family or your friends. What never fails? Something with Cleveland on it. Hit up their shop or go to szaboapparel.com. Big episode today. We're going to recap Raleigh's trip out to the desert to see the Browns play Arizona, where he had a tailgate with some very special guests. We have our biggest Munilab payphone of all time. Let's get right into it. Let's go. 18 seconds left. He's got the snap. Back to pass. Up in the pocket. Shooting it long and deep. And it's picked off. They got it. Terrence Mitchell's got it. And it's all over here now. They can't take it away anymore. 11 seconds left to go. Mitchell takes the football. He's going to run it down to the best fans. The most patient fans in the league. Right to the dog pound. Check, check, one, two. It's going to be all right, Kevin. It's going to be all right, Browns fans. Welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast for episode 20. We made it. Wow. Another milestone. 20th episode of the inaugural volume one season since the volume oh yeah we're in the inaugural season this is one of your hosts kevin and i'm raleigh the other co-host let's just jump right into it let's talk about the guys trip for dudes it was absolutely magical i know the way for those of you that were living under a rock didn't listen last week raleigh and his gang of misfits went out to arizona for the browns game yeah we uh golfed on friday arizona weather is a whole lot different than midwest weather did you hack it up um overall yeah i I did it was my first time swinging the clubs in months but there were some shots there were some badass shots out there Uh, my team lost i had to buy dinner for the opponents shout out james shout out schwanky shout out charlie what'd you buy or eat uh delicious tacos and burritos at this uh mexican restaurant and a couple of margs it was it was a fair a fair exchange uh yeah then we went out the next night uh old town yeah old town all over honestly dude i I don't even know the name of some of my favorite restaurants that i go to regularly i'm the worst person at go to el jefe i should have or was it bottle blonde out there too wait we did go to a bottle blonde out there (laughs) that was sick um yeah old town like i said last week is a great little time yeah great people great weather slightly better football team than ours in that specific game and just an all-around good time oh yeah and i tailgated with emily mayfield and her family yeah let's talk about that because there were everyone saw the the instagram the story so that obviously became much bigger news than what we saw in the football field yeah she uh we reached out to her i said hey we're having a tailgate not sure what you guys got going on i'm i'd assume they were like I don't know. I, I don't know what you do when you're Baker Mayfield's wife and you Some have like friends VIP and family. Tent or like VIP suite. Yeah. Club. Literally have no idea. Anybody that says they know that isn't them would be lying. Today we're having a tailgate. Uh, not sure if you guys are doing anything, but come on by. We'll have a bunch of beers and white claws and good people. And she said, thanks, that's so nice, which I thought she was just being nice. And then she said, actually, we might stop by if that's okay. I'm like, 
Yeah, it's it's quite no, okay. it's, it's quite okay, Emily Mayfield. Sure. Yeah. Then she's like, "No, we're coming." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> See you there." Wink. Um, and then her and her family and their friends all came. I was like, "Holy crap!" And they were just the nicest people of all time. Every person there, her, she was with her mom, her dad, her, her three siblings, Sammy, Annie, Ben. Some of their friends, uh, shout out Amir, shout out Stephanie, other people that were probably super awesome too, and they just could not have been more down-to-earth, humble people. Like, they brought their own booze. I'm like, you guys can, here, did they take this offering? You're our guest. And, uh, yeah. That's pretty badass. Dude, it was, it was incredible. Then there was this, uh, one of our followers on the Instagram account slash Dogs of War listener who... I don't know why we call our audience the Dogs of War, which is the same name as our podcast, but leads to confusion sometimes. Anyway, this girl Annie came with her dad. There you were in from Texas, and I said, hey, stick around because I'm pretty sure at this point Emily Mayfield and her family might be coming. They said, are you sure? I was like, yeah, just hang out. I mean, we're normal people. I told all my friends to not be idiots. They abided. Like, we put on a good show, um, and they came and everybody just had a great time. I'm not really surprised to hear that they're, I mean, not that we ever heard anything different, that they're just salt of the earth, genuine people, because everyone loves them in Cleveland. And not just, I think it's everything I've ever seen, because they're, you know, they're obviously very public and very out there in the community. Everything I've ever seen about Emily and Baker, or, you know, now that they're you know, she's a friend of the program, and then by association, he is too. So we'll say Em and Bake. I I call them Em and Bake. You haven't okay, met them. There we go. That's a we're at that level. You're not. But, but honestly, I, you know, it's almost like the people love him and her for the football. Like second, first being them, just being genuine good people. They should and I, like always doing shit out in the community. They're always you know contributing. You know, there and whether or not people. What you just said, whether or not people treat them for the people they are first versus players, whatever, second, they should because they're just fantastic. By the way, back to that uh, term salt of the earth people, I have no idea for the life of me why the term salt of the earth people is like a positive term. Like it means good people down to earth. Yeah. I get what it means. I'm just saying it's a dumb phrase. Nothing against you. You're not the only person that uses it. Didn't the Romans burn down Carthage and then salt the earth so that they couldn't grow vegetation? Like, why can't it be like the... I blacked out during that college course, literally and, like, in the classroom. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll, I don't really know who to complain to about that other than the termer maker guy. That's but awesome, I- though. So, and <laughs> what, the, what, what that long... In in so many words, I was trying to say is that, you know, everyone, like, again, just not surprised because everyone has always said just they're great people. I mean, you see them doing the, the Thanksgiving meal at Town Hall. You see, oh, shout out. I was going to give Emily a shout out regardless because she took that, that kindergartner, put uh-huh. up like a, like a, a her, some kindergartner drew a picture of a baker and was like, that's my favorite, you know, player. And I guess like her nickname in the classroom is like, her name, Baker Mayfield, and like her last name. And then her teacher posted it on Twitter or something. It was like, oh, Baker's her favorite player. Like, 
you know, does anyone know how we could get them to meet? And then Emily saw it on Twitter and then replied with, I think I know someone. And then the next game, the last home game we had, they brought this kindergartner out of the field. Let's and, like, go. Got to meet Baker. And, like, it was so cool. Social media blows my mind more and more. But so I was going to give Emily a shout out for that anyway because that's that's awesome. That I is mean, such an M thing to do. Time, how many yeah, you're, you're, you're close friend Emily? I mean, you know, you, people see, you know you can see stuff like that all the time and just kind of be like, oh, that's cute, and then just you know scroll past it. But I mean, it takes a lot to be like that's awesome, and then to, you know go through all the logistics and everything of you know getting them there onto the field and just to say hi to Baker for two seconds is pretty awesome. Were you ever nervous? Because I, I would have been if I was in your position to know that. Emily and her family are coming, or just really any female and her family are coming, and then you're there with your gang of hooligans. Yeah, I, I was actually trembling. Like, don't. I was thinking about my one buddy. Just say his name is Frank, just to conceal his identity. Like, Frank, don't do anything stupid. Don't do anything that's going to embarrass me. Just do the total opposite of what you normally do. And he did. Shout out, Frank. He was wow. very delightful. Boy, Frank. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it, it was special. Even though we fell short, it was just a great experience for me. I know that people that weren't there are still probably pretty uh, bummed out about the outcome of the game, but it is what it is. On to more Brown-specific related stuff, that D-line is night and day without Miles Garrett. I really miss Miles Garrett. But he'll be back, so it's going to be okay. Coaching, that's uh, some of the play-calling was curious i can't sound like a broken record anymore than i already do but it, it freddie can't stick around and they really did jinx him before the game when the browns brass came out and said barring some disaster he's gonna yeah. stick around as coach and then that game was respectfully a disaster <laughs> we'll talk about like i mean did you guys go in like right for kickoff or like yeah did you guys go in with uh now they family? they uh they took off to go to their seat i don't even know where they sat um and some of their friends hung back and we kind of closed up shop at the tailgate we were there to see the kickoff great stadium people were super nice um i saw a lot of people saying that on twitter a lot of like the some of the reporters and people that go to all these games they said of all the games we've been to this year the Arizona fans were the most welcoming and accommodating. Yeah, except for this. There's a lot of Oklahoma people there. Yeah, but yeah, there, there were a lot of Oklahoma people, and I was like, yeah, that's a great way to hedge your bets. Like, Baker, Kyler, choose now, one. And they were like, oh, man, I just want a good game. I'm like, ah, yeah. That's <laughs> tough. You're a Baker guy, I can tell. Um, but except for this one little shit kid that was screaming at Browns fans in front of his dad as they were leaving, like when we were down by three scores with minutes left. Like, Bye, have fun in Cleveland. I'm like, God. I hate you, kid, and I hate your dad for encouraging that type of toxic behavior. So, was he an Arizona fan? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Nobody in Cleveland would ever do that, but I just wanted to give his dad a noogie in front of him. But I don't know. It was uh, other than that kid. Everybody else was great. You know who you are, Cody Junior. I'm assuming his name's Cody. That's pretty par for an Arizona name. Yeah, uh, I mean, what, what's there to say about the game? See, that's the the beauty of releasing this podcast on Wednesday is that everyone, including ourselves, have already read every article, every blog. We've seen everything on TV. Uh, there's really nothing left to say. Um, I see a bug roll by. Oh. Did it? No? I saw something. 
What are we working with? You got is roaches? That, is that a sh- no, I don't fucking roaches. Is that a shadow? Um, I don't know. Maybe it'll make its... No. So I'm a little... Anytime there's movement in an apartment at this point, <laughs> he just... In case you couldn't hear, he just tapped his feet, hoping to there's lure nothing. the thing uh, out. There's nothing. It would have came out. And what were we talking about? The game and how releasing this podcast on Wednesdays means everyone's already heard every take and everything, so you don't have to dive and really dissect it, that game too much. It was awful. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a bummer. But I just kind of my routine has been: if we lose on a Sunday, I just do not look at ESPN Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I don't look at anything on Monday. A lot of times, I don't even watch Monday night football, and then I just kind of crawl back into it give myself some positive uh what do you call it that silver lining stuff like hey our draft pick that we get next year just became slightly better than where it would have been before i'll tell you one person who's more frustrated than any of us was jarvis landry yeah he was from what i understand chirping with freddie not very happy with a discussion he was having with freddie that blew up the twitter and the social media pretty quickly there not exactly sure what happened uh it just everyone's frustrated and but hey you he made the pro bowl shout out our pro bowlers this year they just got announced about 20 minutes ago chubb and jarvis are our lone pro bowlers this year which there's a few question marks here no uh, show old faithful joe Schobert. it is laughable that he's not in the pro bowl this year isn't he like <sighs> he's got about a million tackles a million interceptions i I, I don't see a world in which I, if I if you would have told me all right Chubb you know two players who you're gonna bet on uh, Schobert and Chubb thousand percent Schobert Chubb yeah I would I would have I would have said Schobert should have been I mean it, could he still be uh, one of the alternates not that I matters that much but he had to have been a I guess I don't know how that works yeah me neither we should know more things considering we have a goddamn podcast but we don't. Um, yeah, you want to take it into the Munilot payphone? This is officially the biggest Munilot payphone we've ever had, and some very special guests. Some of the most special guests of all time Hit. since this podcast has been around yes, 20 episodes very now. very much. Hit the button. Leave a message. Leave a message. Hey, Raleigh and Kevin. It's Raleigh's mom, Carol. I just want you to know that in spite of a relatively disappointing season after your summer of hype, I'm proud of your ability to keep your podcast funny and positive. Raleigh, even though you didn't grow up in Northeast Ohio, your roots run deep in that part of the state. Your great-grandparents, both grandfathers, uncles and cousins, and of course me, your mother have stayed loyal to the Browns in good times and bad. You've kept up that tradition, and even if the Browns didn't get better every week, your podcast did. You've made us proud. And as we've learned to say, there's always next year. (laughs) What's going on, guys? Emily Mayfield here. Just wanted to call and say thank you again for letting me crash the tailgate this weekend in Arizona. You guys throw one hell of a party. Um, obviously it was not the outcome we wanted, but on to the next one. Go round. Thanks, Mom. Big time caller when 
Your yeah. mom calls in. Now I got to have my mom step her game up. She. That was that was a strong, strong, powerful voicemail there. She she Mrs. is she is my greatest uh, greatest critic, I would say. We need those when she gives you those compliments. You know they're real. And last but certainly not least, Emily Mayfield. <laughs> our, Proof our that she came to the tailgate. Good friend of the program. Ah, uh, that's M, great. Wife of Bake. That's pretty fantastic. Uh, what? Just great people. Salt of the earth. Um, that term, it's back. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Mrs. Mayfield. Thank you to the Wilkinsons that are listening, possibly. Annie, Benny, Sammy. Who? Sammy Wilkinson. He's a famous musician out yeah, in He's LA. got over a million Instagram followers. Yeah. He's absolutely not listening he's to He's probably podcast. not listening, but uh, if you are, you're the man. Lori Wilkinson's the mom, total sweetheart. The dad, I don't remember his name. Dave? Mr. Wilkinson? I think it is Dave. Hey, open invites, any of the Wilkinsons. You guys are in. Come on on this podcast. Annie's got a podcast uh, that she does. It's called the Nobody's Podcast. Follow. Well, we're two nobodies, so could she come on this podcast? Yeah, probably. Okay. I don't know. You know, let's just give them all little uh, Instagram shout outs. First off, you got... Emily W. Mayfield on Instagram. Fantastic person. Great Instagram, etc. Annie underscore Wilk. We got Benny underscore Wilk. Lori, L-O-R-I underscore O-P-Y. And is that all of them? Oh, yeah. And then the really famous one, but he's got 7 billion followers. So Sammy Wilkinson, Google him. Uh, yeah. Where are we going with this episode, Kevin? Well, we got the Ravens this week oh shit at home yeah please little home cooking little home cooking are we doing a prediction because we did it last time or no should we try to go opposite like predict them crushing us and then that leads into us jinxing the browns into a victory i'm saying 21 17 browns 21 17 browns um it ain't over to the fat lady sings baby okay well i'm trying to reverse jinx this uh, 107 ravens browns three all right, that's fair. Because I'm wrong every time, and so, yeah, if we win, Brown's confirmed. I mean, we got a couple games left here. Clearly, it's not been the season that we all hoped it would be coming into it, but I'm not jumping off this bandwagon. Hell no. And, in fact, I stayed till the end of the game to watch that last drive, and uh, they had a beautiful little uh, a touchdown run. And, two, wait, did SEAL Team Jones put up two touchdowns? I think he did. Yes. Good for him. <laughs> the, the Arizona running back, Drake. Only had four. Four touchdowns, like the first player in the history. Like, There's so many stats against the Browns of what opponents do for the first time ever. Like, oh, sweet. You know what I'm happy right now, though, is the people that are still listening to this are the day one OG Browns fans. Oh, yeah. We've been here every year of our lives. Well, you know, we got some converted Browns. Like the Wilkinsons, they are converted late in life later in life browns fans a lot of those oklahoma fans who are listening are browns fans excuse me they were oklahoma fans first and then became browns fans because they didn't have a team i think there are a lot of cowboys fans though right yeah well i hate the goddamn cowboys uh there are a lot of fans that have joined this year that have i hopefully stood by us I, i don't know where i'm going don't jump ship now don't give up the before. ship. No need to now. Because then when it's the glory days, you're not welcome around. 
Yep. Nope. We will keep tabs of who left when they jumped on. There's a one-way ticket. And just remember, guys, Twitter, you're just talking to yourself. Yeah. Don't be a little piece of the shit on Twitter. Um, excuse my language. And uh, where are we going? We are going to the stadium on Sunday to watch the Ravens come to town. And it's going to be a hell of a game. Yep. As Mother Raleigh once said about five minutes ago, there's always next year and also this weekend. So don't jump on the There's always next year. There's always this coming weekend. We got two weeks left. Still plenty of football here. Let's embrace it because it is so depressing when there's no more football left. With that being said, we'll see you next week for episode 2-1. Good night, Cleveland. Hey!